This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Yay to all of you. My name is Nathan Brennan. He is not the Husker Hall of Famer, not the nine-year NBA vet, but he is Nick Sainer hopping in for On the Block. Strick is going to join us at 2.30. If you heard us from yep. the crossover, yep. he's going to England. So <laughs> I, and that that's not an over-exaggeration. He's literally going to England. So he's, he's going to join us a little bit later over the video stream. You can check us out on the Saturday Eamon Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You can interact with us on all those platforms. You can also interact with us. On Sarder Heyman, text line 402-464-5685. Also, the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Give us a call if there's anything on your mind today. As always, we were brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Best soul food in town, 27th in Pine Lake. Let's bring him in. Nick Sainer, what's going on? How what's we up, doing? Nate? Long time no talk. Yeah, it's been, what, six minutes? Yeah, about just a commercial break. Nice, easy commercial break. But, uh, yeah, I'll be here for a first segment until Strick... Gets done packing for his international adventure that we just found out about it about an hour and a half <laughs> I literally, ago. I literally an hour and a half before we're about to go on air. Hey, man, I'm headed to England. Not going to make the first segment. All right, cool. So we're I'm going to England. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, not even, it's not even like, hey, man, I just I just am driving late. You know, I'm dri- trying to drive back from Omaha, and I'm, not, I'm just not going to make it for the first nope. segment. It's not All even. Right. I'm gonna, hey, I'm I'm driving late down to Kansas City <laughs> or Texas. Hey, my flight didn't get into Houston or Dallas until you know two fifteen. Nah, man, I'm going to England. I'm going to England, so <laughs> I got sorry. Back for England. You know what, Strick? That is A-OK. <laughs> uh, so let's start breaking it down, Nick. Um, I know me and Strick are going to talk a lot about Nebraska basketball. That was kind of first on our on our list of things to talk about, but I think we should probably wait for the Husker Hall of Famer to talk about that. Yeah, and We're going to talk sure. some college football playoff and things like that. But I think what's so intriguing is that we're kind of getting into the, the bowl games that matter, bowl games that people are going to have their – their eyes glued to the television. It's not really going to be the Miami, Ohio's and Toledo's of the world, even though I have my eyes glued to the television when it's Maction. But these are games. Hey, that I are love going to my boy, my, my man Daquan Finn, the quarterback for Toledo. There you go, Daquan Finn. Again, don't get me wrong. I will always watch a Mac football game. Always entertaining. Yeah. Uh, but happening right now, for example, we have the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Maryland's holding on to a one-point lead over 23rd-ranked NC State. Pitt is taking on UCLA. They're down 14 to six. Another big game today too: the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. That's going to get underway here in just 15 minutes. 21st ranked Notre Dame against 19th ranked South Carolina. And then kind of recapping the entire night, the the one that we're definitely going to watch because uh, it's SEC versus ACC, and that's always entertaining. Tennessee versus Clemson with no Jalen Hyatt, no Hendon Hooker for Tennessee. So so I guess we'll just go through today first, and I'll just ask you, intrigue for these games with these players sitting in. Is it wrong to think Clemson rolls? I think so. I think so. For example, my bull pick that I do with my with all my buddies and my family and stuff and all their families, I put forty confidence points on Clemson to beat Tennessee. 
And I'm assuming that's because Hendon Hooker. Hendon, no Hendon Hooker, no Jalen Hyatt. Right. And also, Clemson has is now starting the quarterback that they're, they've wanted to start for a while. I agree. In Cade Clubnick. Uyunglele. Uyunglele is gone. Oregon State. Yeah, right. Big big get for uh, Jonathan Smith, the head coach over at Oregon State. But who demolished Florida. Oregon State's on the rise there. Also, the Corvallis. SEC is fraudulent. But we okay, yeah, we don't have that. to get into that. <laughs> so, I, I mean, there's, there's intrigue where I'll turn them on. But am I going to be glued to it like I will to the Sugar Bowl tomorrow? No. No. I, I wasn't too intrigued by Maryland today. Like, I wasn't too, like, oh, I need to watch Maryland-NC State today. Well, that's why, well. Especially I, with no Devin Leary. I was watching Maryland-NC State just because I'm an ACC guy. But yeah. that's kind of similar to probably a bunch of Nebraska fans might be watching the Maryland game just because of the Big Ten. I, I just want to ask this, though. Is it. Because the stars, I guess for for lack of better words, the superstars, the guys that make you want to tune in for college football are playing for Alabama. Because to be honest with you, I don't care who's playing Tennessee Clemson. I'm going to watch it. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I just don't understand what was it that Nick Saban said to get Bryce Young and Will Anderson on the field. I'm not. Honestly, it blows my mind. Are we sure that he said anything at all? I mean, let, let's on. let's be real, guys. Something I mean, had to happen when when you play at Alabama and, and to be the starting quarterback and to be the reigning or you know two. I keep saying reigning, a Heisman Trophy winner two years ago, right? In Bryce Young and Will Anderson Jr., who was the best player in all of college football, the Project, best player, projected number one overall yeah. prospect. He, he was probably he was, not picked. Yeah, exactly. The, the he was, and that's where it's like he didn't win the Heisman. Like he right. was, but he was the best player in college football two years ago. Suffered a little bit of injury, got banged up this year, has 51 tackles this year compared to his 101 that he had the right. year before. There's something to be said, I think, about being a competitor and about wanting to prove yourself and continue proving yourself. And like I sit here, even if Bryce Young and Will Anderson Jr. weren't playing, I think I'd still be pretty dang intrigued by the game tomorrow. Like I, because it's it's I that I, whole Alabama, and we know their backups. We like we know about Jalen Milrow, the backup right, quarterback, right. because he is the future. Just like we knew about Tua when Jalen Hurts got benched. We, like we know Alabama is such a a powerhouse program, although they're not in the college football playoff. That we still know things about them. We still know recruits. We remember. Hey, we remember Nebraska offered that guy, and now he's at Alabama being the backup wide receiver, and he's now. You know, went off for a hundred yards. Receiving. I would say it's a bit different though, because you got to look at, for example, this game has Alabama. Vegas has this game as Alabama seven point favorite. Yeah. If you take out Will Anderson and Bryce Young, I bet you it's closer to even. So we uh, we, we do I, I, know I think it's those about guys, about three and a half. But it's it it's a pretty it's, it's, big swing. It's substantially lower. It's it's a big yeah. swing. So I just. I'm curious, and then you guys can let us know too. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. What like. What is it? Because I, I've always been very indifferent towards players not playing. Now, I think the playoff is where you draw the line, and I think that's part of the playoff expansion yeah. is that if you're competing for a national championship, you need to be on the field. But mm-hmm. the the number one example that I, I, I always bring up is um, Jalen Smith for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. The projected number two overall prospect in the NFL draft plays against Ohio State, and I believe it was the Sugar Bowl, was not part of the college football playoff. I think it was maybe the second or third drive for Ohio State, blows out his knee, ends up mm-hmm. going in the second round, cost him at least $10 million. You talk about Matt Corral, maybe not Matt as Corral. a number one or, you know, a first round pick. Cost but, him millions of dollars. Still, it's also and just that extra, that. it's that extra 
threat or extra, you know, possibility or uncontrollable variable of, hey, listen, it, it could happen this game where you just have some bad, bad Fiesta luck. Bowl. Thank you, Tixer. Where um, you just had some bad luck. and But, that, but that's the know. thing, and that's why I, I'm so confused and so intrigued why Alabama not competing for a national championship, playing in a Sugar Bowl where – I think you're probably right, Nick. You're probably going to be favorites, whether you have Bryce Young and Will Anderson on the field or not. Both these guys projected to go top five yeah. in the NFL draft. Both of them collectively deciding we're going to play on this game. I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't well, know if it's and, NIL. I don't know if maybe it's coaching. It is. But I want, I want that to happen with every player because yeah. there's a reason that they're playing. There there's is something happening behind the scenes, and I can't answer that question. I don't know if anyone can answer that question. Something is happening behind the scenes to get these guys on the field. Well, and you're right. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you. I mean, you hit it on the head. Maybe there's nil. I, I also just go back to maybe they're just competitors, and they're like, "Listen, this is our final college football game, and if if it so happens that we get hurt, we get hurt." Like Bryce Young is signing or has signed a a multi million dollar nil deal with Dr Pepper. He overtook. He took DJ Uyunglele's nil deal from him. Right. D- DJ DJ was well for them. yeah DJ was the <laughs> Dr Pepper spokesperson or college football athlete, and then when he kind of started to decline and play, and and notoriety I suppose Bryce Young shot up there and they get the high, right at the time the reigning Heisman Trophy winner signed to their NIL deal and they void the contract with DJ so it, it worked out really well for for Bryce Young maybe there's some NIL incentive there of hey listen you know play in the bowl game and and we throw some extra money from uh, yeah maybe it could also be the way that Nick Saban runs its program which it could be I mean because here's the deal it's, it's, it's crazy it's, since it's, since the years of the it opt-outs and and really the first one was Leonard Fournette I suppose the first right. notable one was Leonard Fournette at LSU but since then I mean how many times has Alabama been in just a normal bowl game and not playing for a semifinal or a national title we don't. We don't know. This could be an Alabama thing to where this is. That's a good. This point. is a requirement of Nick Saban. Hey, man, you see this thing through, whether we're playing in the Sugar Bowl or whether we're playing in the in the semifinals. We don't know because we've barely seen it. And if their you know second string wide receiver opts out or has a knee injury, like we know, we remember that one year Jalen Waddle was banged up, but he still played. Like he still figured out a way to play, yeah. although being injured, and he was not a hundred percent running, but he was still faster than the other 21 guys on the field. And so I, I, I'm almost leaning towards this might be a, a Nick Saban culture? thing, a, a culture. I think we throw around that word too much, but I think it could be a culture thing. It could be a just from being a competitor type of thing. And then probably a little bit of NIL incentive as well. Right. Saying, and, hey, and man, I listen, it's, you're, you're drawing more eyes to this thing. Whatever they're doing, I, I'm hopeful that other coaches, other programs will, fall, will follow because I think that, now bowl games have lost a little bit of their shine, a little bit of their sparkle, and and I think that's yeah. it's kind of a, it's a little bit frustrating because college football. I know that it's changing with the current playoff structure, but let's be honest. Right now, how many teams realistically before the season did we say could win a national championship? Five, and the only one that's a surprise in the college football playoff is TCU. 
Yeah, three three of the five schools you would have named are currently in the college football playoff. So for these other teams, like an NC State, like a Wake Forest, like a Maryland, if you're a fan of these teams, you want to see them playing, and you want to see the kids that you've rooted for for the past three, four seasons play. So I understand it from the fan perspective. I also understand it from the the athlete perspective. If you're a first-round draft pick, I don't want to play either. That's that's what I said. It's hard for us who were sitting behind a microphone on the radio in Lincoln, Nebraska – it's hard for us to criticize. I mean, it's easy, but it if you kind of really take it, you know, peel peel off layer by layer, right. we aren't the ones that are, if you were lucky enough or you're blessed enough to be in a, a position where you are a surefire first-round pick, a surefire top-ten pick, and you know that there's a, a, a signing bonus just for being hearing your name called in April, that if you have a clean sheet, you have a clean, like, no legal issues, no injuries, you you test good. You go through your little your scripted pro day, whatever. As long as you just test, okay, you are a surefire pick, right? And you are a surefire millionaire. You're a Jalen. You're a Jalen Smith. It is, it is hard for us Until to sit here. Hurt. Yeah, it's hard for us to sit here and be like, man, how can you how can you sit out? But in reality, I'm not sitting here going, man, do I do a show on Monday or do I sit out for the show on Monday and make nine million? Bingo. But with that being said. Alabama has done something to get those kids to play. 100%. 100%. And I don't know what it is, but they have done something. Yeah. Because those surefire first round, you can say surefire top 10 pick. Yeah. Both of them are. Yeah, I agree. And both of them are playing. If not top five, because Bryce Young has now kind of emerged. Since Caleb Williams is not coming out of this, he can't. He can't. Since Caleb Williams is not in this draft class. CJ Stroud after the Michigan game. Yep, exactly. Lost a little bit. Um, And and I think with CJ Stroud, it's hurt not having Jackson Smith and Jigba. For, for a majority of the season. I think Bryce Young is over to, has taken over. Um, whether you want to see Will Levis at, up at the top, which is a joke, or I, I don't know. Don't I mean, you, Bryce, Young is the, Bryce Young is the number one quarterback prospect according to multiple draft boards. And here he is playing and in the Sugar playing. Bowl. And he's playing in a game so that that's, doesn't matter. That's, that's, where, that's where it goes to me. Like, it's got to be a, a Nick Saban, like – uh, you know, universal mindset, right? We talked about it in the happy or universal mindset across the board. I, 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 that's where I keep leaning towards that is that there's a universal mindset and an understanding that you are expected to play the entire season if you are called upon. And I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it um, because I see Nick Saban being that type of dude. And also, um, once again, we just haven't seen many games where – Alabama is not playing for a semifinal, or Which is true. playing a in a point. semifinal, or That's for a, a national title in those games that quote unquote means something. Right. So we don't know what the the Competing process or what the, what the approach is for for players that are projected first and second round picks when they're just in the Sugar Bowl, right? Well, this is what John says. He says, "Hi, Nick and Nate. I think that Purdue had nine starters who didn't play in their bowl game. None yeah. of which were projected to be a top draft choice. That's ridiculous. That's a little bit of of where I would understand the fan perspective being a little frustrated. Yep. It's like you support the university, and and, and well, I don't know. And we need to ask Nick Saban because if he can get Bryce Young to play, he should be able to get these kids. That's to what play. sucks. That's what sucks is like LSU and Purdue now, not very intrigued by it." LSU and Purdue, no. Be- and, and no. same with Utah, You're Penn not. State. Like, here's the thing with LSU, Purdue. You don't. I mean, Charlie Jones is one of the, you know, top receivers in the Big Ten Conference, and he exploded this year at Purdue. He's not playing. Purdue now doesn't have a head coach. I mean, they don't have their their full time head coach and Jeff Brom anymore. Like, it, it's just it, the the bowl game has kind of 
you know, when you're not playing for a national title, everything else just kind of goes by the wayside. With that being said, I know I, we didn't get to talk about it. I don't think Chris Kleiman, I don't think Kansas State struggles as much as other people think tomorrow. I got Alabama big. We'll be right back on the block.